Prophecy Club. Today we're going to be talking about Moloch and Baal, or what is today known as the Cabal. So I actually did some research, not only in the Bible, but went back into the Hebrew, and the word Baal means to exercise dominion over, to control, or control or be lord over, or the ubiquitous noun means lord, master, or husband. So when people worship Moloch or Baal, which is the cow god, the worshipers, they believe in sacrificing humans to their god, literally. And while burning babies is his favorite worship, he enjoys the death of just about all humans of all ages. They are burned, beheaded, stabbed with a stake, cut open, and the beating heart is sometimes eaten and drinking blood. And if this sounds like a Hollywood movie... It's because we've probably seen it in some Hollywood movies. Yes, it's repulsive to us, that is the Christians. However, it is the delight of Moloch and Baal and his worshipers. History is filled with cases of normal humans rising up and eradicating these Moloch and Baal worshipers. Like flies, they just can't seem to be eliminated totally. Well, why is that? Well, because... Well, because these are the people that rule the world. What? Well, like their master Satan, they're also, as he was, the most subtle beast of the field. They're like the man of the grassy knoll, the Illuminati, Masons, Skull and Bones, Knights Templar, Bilderbergers, some familiar with other names such as George Soros, who has openly stated his lifelong goal is to destroy the nation of America, i.e. the Christian nation. Other names we hear are Rockefellers, Rothschilds, and some are public figures. But the problem is, the real leaders, you don't ever see, you don't ever hear them. The problem is finding them. The biggest challenge in, in bringing them to justice is simply finding who they are. They remain in the shadows. They work from behind the curtain, under the rock. JFK in 1961 said, The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. And a lot of people think it was the Moloch Cabal worshippers, or the Cabal, or this secret group behind the scenes that actually killed him. You see, their goal is to control the world and to put their man, the beast, the Bible also calls him the Antichrist, upon the throne of God, called the Ark of the Covenant. Second Thessalonians 2.4 confirms it by saying, Who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Their goal is, is world government with their man on the throne. Revelation 17.13 says it this way. These have one mind, and shall give their power and strength unto the beast. Verse 17. For God hath put in their hearts to fulfill his will, and to agree, and to give the kingdom unto the beast, until the words of God shall be fulfilled. There are no lines they will not cross. Moloch and Baal worshippers assassinate presidents, kings, religious and business leaders, to reach their goal. They use blackmail, extortion, murder, bribery, sex, at will, with no thought of the pain or misery they might create. In fact, the more pain and misery that they can bring upon people, 
blesses them and their God even the more. They are totally committed to pleasing their God with a devotion that no religion on earth can possibly match. They give their God what he wants, period. And Baal gives them wealth, power, pleasure, or whatever they want. Bree Keaton tells the story of how she was out on the circuit. She was becoming a big name in the world of singing. One night, a man just walked into her hotel room, didn't open the door, walked through the wall. She instantly knew who it was, very handsome, very well-dressed, and said, what is it you want? Would you like to have a jet? Would you like to have a big house, fame, fortune? What would you like? And he said, I'll give it to you. But she instantly knew it was Satan, and she says, Satan, get thee behind me. You see, that's the way he does. He comes to us very subtly. Their motto is, do as thou wilt. You get everything, everything, and anything you want. But the other side of the coin is, anything and everything from you must be given to another member simply at their request. I interviewed one fellow, and he said he had joined this secret society, not knowing fully what it was. He said he went down to Florida to one of their meetings, and in walked one of the Kennedys, I won't say which one, and his his daughter walked into the room, and he pointed at her and says, I want her. He said, that's my daughter. He said, I don't care. I want her. And if he had stayed, he quit. But if he'd stayed in that society, that's what they're commanded to do. Give each other anything and everything they want. They're probably most proud of killing six million Jews, burning them in sacrifice to their God in World War II. The number one thing that angers our holy God more than any other act is worshiping Moloch and Baal. I'm going to show it to you by the scriptures today, and that's my point. This morning, Leslie turned to me and said, how can they blame Trump for the problems at our border? I said, they live a life of lies, cheating, and deceit. They have not accepted Jesus. Therefore, they are still in the spirit of the devil. Their lives are filled with lies, deceit, and deception. They operate in a spirit of lies and deception. Therefore, either they can't spot that it's a lie, or they simply don't care because they've come to accept them because that's the way they live. In the case of most of the Democrats, their objective is not to defeat the Republicans. It's a spiritual battle. The spirit behind the Democrats, in my opinion, is the spirit of the Antichrist. Their objective is to kill Christians. In America, the Christian nation, they know that they cannot have their beast on the throne without the fall of America. Revelation 18 says it this way, I saw another angel come down from heaven having great power, and the earth was lightened with his glory. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon, the great, is fallen, is fallen. That's talking about America. And has become the habitation of devils. Hear that. The habitation of devils, the hold of every foul spirit, and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. I want to believe that we're not there yet. That's what I want to believe. But I'm afraid that a lot of people think that, yes, we have reached that point. Now let's jump to the Bible. I looked up the word Baal and Moloch, and I did, <laughs> I, wrote a, I read a lot of scriptures about what Moloch and Baal have done throughout the scriptures. So I'm going to show you some shocking things in the scriptures I, da I dare say you have not seen. 
We're going to start with the golden calf. Situation is, Moses has just gone up to the mountain. He's been up there 40 days. He got the Ten Commandments. He's walking down. Now, Exodus 32.1. And when the people saw Moses delayed to come down from the mount, the people gathered themselves unto Aaron and said unto him, Up, make us gods, which shall go before us. For this Moses, the man that has brought us out of the land of Egypt, we wot not what has become of him. And all the people broke off their golden earrings, which were in their ears, and brought them to Aaron. And he made a molten calf. You see, Moloch and Baal worship is the worship of the calf. (laughs) The cow. But it's really not. It's really a spiritual demon, probably number two in Satan's kingdom. Molten calf. And they said, These be thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. Well, no wonder what God got mad at that. And they rose up early in the morrow, offered burnt offerings, brought peace offerings, and the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Then in verse 26, Moses stood at the gate of the camp and said, Who is on the Lord's side? Let him come unto him. And all the sons of Levi gathered themselves together unto him. And he said unto them, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, Put every man his sword by his side. And go in and out from the gate to gate throughout the camp, and slay every man and his brother, and every man his companion, and every man his neighbor. The children of Levi did according to the word of Moses, and there fell on that day 3,000 men. Okay, did you catch that? Because 3,000 men worshipped the calf god, Moloch and Baal, every one of them were killed. You see... We Christians want to think, oh, well, we can give them the gospel, and they'll accept Jesus, and they'll repent, and they'll turn around. Not these people. According to many, not just one or two, many examples in the Bible, there is no repentance with these people. This is generational evil on a level that we Christians can't quite understand. According to what the Bible says, well, here, I'll let you see what it says. And in my studies, I also noticed this. Psalm 91.13 says, Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Now, Psalm 91 is talking about the prayer closet. It's saying those people who have a prayer closet can, it's a confirmation, can, in fact, tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon, meaning that Jesus has put them under our feet. We are the thing that can stop Moloch and Baal. Not Trump, not the military. It's up to us and our prayers. Then you jump to Leviticus 18.21. And thou shalt not let any of thy seed pass through the fire to Moloch. What does it mean, any of thy seed pass through the fire to Moloch? Well, yes, not only did they sacrifice newborn children, which is the most innocent, and of course that's what makes their God the most happy, the more innocent that can be killed, the happier their God is. But it also basically says they burn people, they kill people. Again, this is a religion of sacrifice, <laughs> not animals, humans. Neither shalt thou profane the name of the Lord thy God. We go to Leviticus 22. Again, thou shalt say to the children of Israel, Whosoever he be of the children of Israel, and of the strangers that sojourn in Israel, that giveth his seed to Moloch, he shall surely be put to death. Meaning, anybody that sacrifices to that God should be put to death, according to Leviticus 20, verse 2. Then we jump to 
The next verse, I will set my face against that man and will cut him off from among his people because he has given his seed to Moloch to defy my sanctuary and to profane my holy name. And if the people, listen to this, if the people of the land do anyways hide their eyes from that man, when he giveth his seed to Moloch and to kill him not, I will set my face against that man, his family, and will cut him off. Meaning, if we see Moloch, and if we're living in the days of Moses, what they were commanded to do was to kill them. And if they didn't kill them, then they were in a great deal of trouble. Then we jump to Amos 5.26. But ye have borne the tabernacle of your Moloch and Chuan, your images, the star of your God, which ye have made to yourselves. Star. What star? Well, it's not the star of David or the star that is on the Israeli flag. It's the pentagram, the upside-down star. Verse 27, Therefore will I cause you to go into captivity. So because they worshipped Moloch, God sent them into captivity. In other words, if you want to make God mad, if you want to make God mad, the number one thing you can do is to worship Moloch and Baal. Then we jump to verse 25, Leviticus. I will set my face against that man, his family, cut him off, and all that go a-whoring after him. Now, whoring, okay? Yeah, it means exactly what you think. Go a-whoring after him to commit whoredom with Moloch, and I'm from among their people. So I looked up the word Moloch, and in Numbers 25, 3, it says, And Israel joined himself to Baal Peor, B-A-A-L-P-E-O-R. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel had to do some research. So I looked up what Baal Peor means, and it means Lord whole. (laughs) Yes, as in lust. And yes, it means just as bad as it sounds. In other words, this is the God of fornication, of sodomy, of, of enjoying the whole. I think you know what I'm saying. Then we jump to Numbers 25, 1. And Israel abode in Shittim, and the people began to commit whoredom with the daughters of Moab. Whoredom. And they called the people out of the sacrifices of their gods, and the people did eat, and bowed down to their gods, and Israel joined himself to Baal Peor. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. And the Lord said unto Moses, Take all the heads of the people, and hang them up before the Lord against the sun, that the fierce anger of the Lord may be turned away from Israel. And Moses said to the judges of Israel, Slay ye every one his men that were joined to Baal Peor. This is the second time Moses tells them to kill all of the people that worship Baal or Moloch. Behold, one of the children of Israel came and brought unto his brethren a Midianite woman in the sight of Moses, and of the sight of the congregation of the children of Israel, who were weeping before the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. Now, they weren't weeping for God. They were weeping for generally Tammuz, or in this case, Baal or Moloch. And when Phinehas, the son of Eliezer, the son of Aaron, the priest, saw it, he rose up from among the congregation. Now, listen to what he does. And he took a javelin in his hand and went after the man of Israel under the tent and thrust both of them through, the man of Israel and the woman through her belly so that the plague was stayed from the children of Israel, and those that died in the plague were twenty and four thousand. Twenty-four thousand people. Israel killed twenty-four thousand of their fellow brothers and sisters because 
because they worship Moloch and Baal. Who is Moloch and Baal today? This is what we call the Khazarian Mafia, or the Deep State, or the international bankers. Now let's go to Judges 2.11. And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, and served Baalim. Now it's another word of saying Baal. And they forsook the Lord God of their fathers, which brought them out of the land of Egypt, and followed other gods of the gods of the people that were round about them, and bowed themselves unto them, and provoked the Lord to God to anger. And they forsook the, forsook the Lord, and served Baal and Ashtaroth. And the anger of the Lord was hot against Israel, and he delivered them into the hands of the spoilers that spoiled them. And he sold them into the hands of their enemies round about. Okay, you got that? So when Israel serves Moloch and Baal, when Israel serves Moloch and or Baal, what happens? They all have to be killed, or God turns the children of Israel over to their enemies. What is happening right now in our nation, brothers and sisters? As I told you, I believe it was March 9th. I woke up at 3.17 p.m., and I heard massive arrests, massive arrests. We have got to be praying that somehow, some way, that God will cleanse our nation from these Moloch and Baal worshipers. We must have our land cleansed, or God is going to turn us over to the hands of our enemies. In other words, then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two other countries will attack and defeat America in one day and one hour. Why? Well, Stan, we have not gods of gold that are calves all over America. No, we don't. But do we sacrifice to Moloch and Baal? How many millions of babies have been killed in the name of we want a choice? How many millions of people have we sacrificed to their God? That's the way they look at it. Don't you think that they're the ones that push through all of the abortion issue? Doesn't that make sense? Judges 6.1. God is about to use, in this case, Gideon. And he's going to destroy the God of the Midianites, whose name is Baal. That's right. So the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord delivered them into the hand of the Midianite for seven years. And the hand of Midianite prevailed against Israel because the Midianites and the children of Israel made them dens which were in the mountains and caves and strongholds. And it was that when Israel would sow, the Midianites and the Amalekites and the children of the east came up against them and camped against them and destroyed the increased. In other words, they stole all of their, their belongings. Well, fortunately, in this case, the children of Israel cried unto the Lord, verse 6. Jump to verse 12, And the angel of the Lord appeared unto Gideon, and unto him the Lord says, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. And of course, that's when all of the testing of the fleece, which we're going to skip. Verse 25, And it came to pass that night, that the Lord said unto them, Take thy father's young bullock, even the second bullock of seven years old, and throw down the altar of Baal. Why? Okay, so the situation is, they're being stolen from, they're having to live in caves, they're, they're barely living because the Midianites, which today we'd call the people that live in Gaza, okay, were coming against them, stealing everything they had, and if they could, they would kill them. And so they cried to God. So God decides he's going to send them a deliverer by the name of Gideon. That's the whole story. And why? Because the children of Israel had started worshiping Baal. Well, Gideon took ten servants with him, and he had did as the Lord had told him to do. 
But because he feared his father's household, the many men of the city had to destroy the idol of Baal in the night. Well, next morning up, uh, they woke up. Obviously, there's no small stir that not only had he destroyed it, but he had also then sacrificed a, a sacrificed a bull over that area to cleanse it. Why? Because until it was cleansed, God would not and could not bring deliverance to Israel. So after it was cleansed, then he brought deliverance. Right now, what is about to happen, I believe, massive arrests, this is our chance, I said chance, our chance to have our nation healed. But brothers and sisters, more than any other time in our lifetimes, this is when we've got to be praying. We've got to be putting on our full arm of God, put the angels around about us, but then we've got to send out the ministering, protecting, guardian, and warrior angels, and don't you dare send that out until you have prayed. Put on your full arm of God, put the angels around about you. You better have a clean life if you go sit praying like If you don't have a clean life, do not pray like that. Because the devil will come back and kick you bad. It, it won't be pretty. Now, if we can pray against this, if we can pray that God will cause America to turn from our evil ways, then God will hear from heaven, forgive our sins, and heal our land. As I've been saying, this is the number one thing. In my opinion, every ministry out there needs to be calling for this kind of a prayer right now. We've absolutely positively got to be praying this way. Back to the story. So Gideon and the 300 men came outside the camp in the beginning of the middle watch, and they had a newly set watch, and they blew the trumpets and break the pitchers that were in their hands. And the three companies blew the trumpets and break the pitchers and held the lamps in their hands and the trumpets in their right hands to blow withal, and they cried, The sword of the Lord and of Gideon. And every man stood in his place, ran about the camp, and all the host ran and cried and fled. And the three hundred blew the trumpets, and the Lord set every man's sword against his fellow. You got that? In other words, he caused them to fight each other. Even throughout all the host, and the hosts fled to these several places. My point is, based upon the scriptures, right now, if America does not pray and does not get these massive arrests, these Moloch and Baal worshipers rounded up, we're going to lose our nation. So I'm encouraging everybody to pray, but you got to be clean. you got to put on the full armor of God, and the angels will be placed around you in order to pray that. Our only hope is the nation, and I do think we are at the crossroads right now. Either we don't pray and we go to the left, down towards a totalitarian world government, mark of the beast, and a lot of problems, or we can fast and pray, and we can turn it around. I believe we've got to pray that these massive arrests massive arrests do take place and that God will help us to cleanse our land so we can hear from heaven and forgive our sins. I think that's crucial. Now, one of the things I'm asking you to do is to come to School of the Watchmen, June 11 to 13. If someone had come to me 20 or 30 years ago and said, hey, there's a guy that's asking you to write out the book of Revelation and asking you to come to a day-and-a-half-long seminar where he's going to teach through the entire book of Revelation so you can make notes in there. I said, absolutely, yes. Man, I wish I'd have loved that. That's what we're doing. I'd like to be able to say, oh, you don't have to go to as much trouble. But see, everybody wants everything to be done the easy way. We all want a shortcut. As I said over lunch to some friends, I said, this is the shortcut. There is no other way to learn Revelation to a level to where you've truly earned the right to teach it, 
even to pastors, and to be able to stand on your feet and not be knocked off in front of them, because you really, really, really know it. And that is, write it out, study it out, and eventually get to the place where you memorize it. And yes, Jesus can help you to do that. I'm calling. I'll say it that way. I'm calling all the people that listen to this broadcast on even an occasional basis. And I know some of you listen to almost every one of them. Many of you listen. You email me. You tell me. I listen to every one of the broadcasts. I'm talking to you. I'm saying write out the book of Revelation. You don't have to, but believe me, you will be glad you did. Even if you can't write it all out by the time the meeting starts, do the best you can. Write it out one way or another. Even if you can't write it out, come to the School of the Watchmen. I'm going to teach Revelation in a way like you've never done before. Look, at I can have the prophecy seminars where we invite a bunch of big-name speakers in, and they entertain you for a day or two. I can do that. But I can tell you that's not the way you're going to learn with the book of Revelation. That's not going to do it. The way I'm showing you, this is the way to do it. This is the shortcut. <laughs> this is the shortcut because there's really no other way. So I suggest you first get signed up, School of the Watchmen. When you do, you're going to get an email, and it's going to show you how to write out your book, give you some suggestions, and get you signed up to come, June 11 to 13. Go to prophecyclub.com, School of the Watchmen, June 11 to 13, prophecyclub.com. Get signed up and come. 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 We have room for 100 people. Uh, about a week ago, I think we had 20 people, so we've still got room. Prophecyclub.com, School of the Watchmen, June 11 to 13. Come. As our way of saying thank you for your support, we are giving you the ability to watch I Saw the Dollar Dead by Daniel Davis from now through the end of June. He's the guy that said, I saw a man say, America as you have known it has ceased to exist, all property lines have been dissolved, and the U.S. dollar is worthless. Then the second dream went into, and behind the fence were tractors, power equipment, lawnmowers, chainsaws, all kinds of different items that had been traded for gasoline. I saw a father jump out of the SUV saying, I need a full tank of gas, and he pulled out his billfold, but the man said, sorry, we don't take U.S. dollars. All of this is available free at WatchProphecyClub.com. Through the end of June, go to WatchProphecyClub.com, Daniel Davis, I saw the dollar dead. You can watch it for free through the end of June. In 2017, I memorized the book of Revelation. I was shown a secret door linking the feasts to the prophecies of Revelation. For the first time, the book of Revelation can be put in correct chronological order. You can understand Bible prophecy. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of five. One for 20, but don't do that. Five for 35 or 10 for 60. What is the most important information to every beating heart on the globe? After except Jesus, it would be, don't take the mark of the beast. Those taking the mark of the beast do not get soul death, but are tormented in the lake of fire and brimstone for eternity. How do you tell them? Give them, miss the mark. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of 10, one for 20, 10 for 30, and 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. Over the past 32 years, I've collected the best 101 prophecies from Dimitri Dudeman, Michael Boldea, Leslie Johnson, Henry Gruber, Shane Warren, Terry Bennett, Marie Sklar, Augusto Perez, Doug Metzger, and more. It's called God's Warnings for America. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of five. One for 20, but don't do that. Five for 35 or 10 for 60. 
My new book is called Tribulation Secrets in Daniel because that's what it does. It shows you the part of Daniel you need to know being you're about to be a tribulation saint and will desperately need to know and understand about the last days you live in. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of 10, one for 20, 10 for 30, and 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. In How Pre-Trib 1, I expose the dirty little secrets pastors don't want you to know, which is why sometimes they can't preach the truth, especially about the rapture. Then, using the secret door, I explain the truth about the rapture, and then I rebut 25 claims pre-tribbers use to prove pre-trib. You'll finally know the truth about the rapture. We offer it in shrink wrap sets of 10. One for 20, but don't do that. 10 for 30, 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. That's prophecyclub.com. This is the best deal we've ever offered at the Prophecy Club. You get 10 How Pre-Trib 1, 10 Tribulation Secrets in Daniel, 10 Miss the Mark, 5 God's Warning to America, 5 Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, 40 books, gift of $100 at prophecyclub.com. And one more thing, if you need some kind of long-term storage food, I suggest you call heavensharvest.com. Use the promo code STAN. You'll get good quality food that you can really eat. If you're needing gold, silver, some kind of precious metals, you call cornerstoneassetmetals.com. Mention Prophecy Club. If you need some kind of an EMP protection device, it's empshield.com. Promo code is Prophecy. If you're needing a Berkey water filter, go to prophecyclub.com. Brothers and sisters, I really believe time is running out. On a lot of these things are about to hit us. Get prepared. Due to many emergencies across the land, most people are out of Berkey water filters. We have them in stock at prophecyclub.com. <laughs>